Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. Welcome, everybody. It is the end of the week here on Political Coffee, the show where I, as your benevolent dictator talk show host, extend to you a wonderful opportunity for you to call and talk about anything you want to talk about politically. doesn't have to be what's on my plate today. It's whatever you want to talk about. It's really easy. You just pick up the phone and you dial 503-589-1220. 503-589-1220. Or shoot me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.am. News. Folks, they're going to come for our guns. Biden, yesterday, pathetically, just pathetically, used the dead bodies of those little children emotionally to call for a ban on assault weapons. Remember, we used to have a ban on assault weapons and it didn't work back then. That's why Congress never renewed it. Didn't make any difference in gun violence because far more violence is committed with pistols. Now, look, folks, in that context, let me ask you something. Oh, there's a story in Channel 8 about OSU, OHSU researchers trying to help solve the gun violence by studying gun violence as a public health crisis. It's all being set up, folks. Now, I want you to take this into context. Let's just suppose that you know, some liberal Oregon governor, not a Betsy Johnson or even a Christine Drazen, would get elected any time in the future. And they use this OHSU, OHSU study to say, you know what, it's a public health crisis and we're going to have to enact pandemic measures that the Oregon Supreme Court bought and paid for by Kate Brown. Said was okay. Was there any limit to the description of a pandemic, an emergency? What if the World Health Organization, even though they pulled back from the most radical of their ideas that did not get passed, because we the people rose up, thank you to all of you who contracted members of Congress and the Senate, said no. They pulled back from that thing that gave away our sovereignty as a nation to let the WHO determine pandemics and implement worldwide measures that a bunch of nations have agreed to. What if they decided to say, yep, owning a gun is a public health crisis and you can't have it anymore? What would you do? Now, that brings me to Betsy Johnson. Oh, by the way, um, thank you, Christine Drazen, 
for your pathetic leadership in the House of Representatives. Because of you and being bought off to get money, COVID money for your districts and your successor, sadly, Vicki Brees Iverson, who also allowed herself and all the other Republicans to get bought off because the Democrats bought them off this last session with $100 million for their districts. You use the excuse, Christine Drazen, that you couldn't, even though you say you led that walkout three years ago, which you didn't. The Republicans in the Senate walked out first. You, you were lying, but that's okay. That's not okay, but you used the excuse that, well, if we keep doing this, they're just going to take away our right, our constitutional right, as the minority to stand up against the tyranny of the majority. They're going to take it away from us. Well, guess what, Christine? They just did. Oregon Catalyst article today. Ballot measure. Ban on lawmaker walkout protest advances. Yep. The government employee unions give all their money to the Democrats and to some of the rhino Republicans. They submitted 183,942 signatures. They need 149,000 to qualify. Now, this gives that this doesn't change the Oregon Constitution, which they know is a bridge too far. But this does. It gives the Senate president and the Speaker of the House more power to decide whether a lawmaker is excused from business and would block them from re-election if it occurs 10 or more times. It's blatantly unconstitutional. There's nothing in the Oregon Constitution. There's nothing in the U.S. Constitution that says this requirement is appropriate or in place. It can and should be. Now, I don't think any of the Republicans have any courage, and I don't think any of the big funders, big pharma, and the lobbyists who depend on Democrats to not hurt them too badly because they pay them protection money. It's called campaign donations. I don't think any of those people that backed Christine Drazen, that gave her that million dollars, I don't think any of them are going to stand up and fund a lawsuit to say this is unconstitutional. Because it is. I don't think Republicans are going to fuss about it at all. You know why? Because the Democrats, thanks to Christine Drazen's example, are just going to offer them more money. They'll just bribe them again because Republicans have shown they can be bribed. They can be willing to step back and let your Second Amendment right to defend your life be diminished. Now, that gets us to Betsy. So I want to ask this question of you. If you don't trust Christine Drazen like me because of what she's done, oh, and all this transgender stuff that's being rammed down our kids' throats, equity, transgenderism, racism, CRT, it's all being ensconced in Oregon law. All of the fraudulent balloting election processes 
that are exposed in 2000 mules that are part of Dr. Douglas Frank's Frank, say his name right. All of that, that he spent a week here traveling around this state, exposing to people, all of it got passed because Christine Drazen and the Republicans let themselves be bought off with money, not to mention your Second Amendment rights. All of it happened. If you don't like what's happening in Oregon schools, if you don't like mandates for vaccination, now that hasn't passed yet, but it's coming, folks. If you don't like any of this stuff, having to wear a mask, you can thank Christine Drazen. Because she has led the way. She didn't lead the walkout. She led the way for Republicans to get bought off every time in the future. And the excuse they used as to why they couldn't walk out is because this will just make it enhance. If we do it again, the liberal unions might gather enough signatures to put it on the ballot and we can't fight it. That excuse just went out the window because they just submitted enough signatures to make it. Well, let the people of Oregon decide if you can clip your wings. I mean, after all, they're going to say, well, just do your job. You walked out. You took your salary. You didn't do your job. That's how they're going to cast it. And let's give the Senate president and the Speaker of the House the ability to determine whether you walked out. There you go, folks. And you can thank Christine Drazen for all of this. Now, what about Betsy? She comes out and she says, you know, stand with me. The tragic shooting in Texas has once again laid bare our polarized politics. I'm reading from her um, email she sent out. Extremism and polarization are why we need to make a big change in our politics and leadership. Our campaign is about making the biggest change possible, electing an independent governor loyal only to the people, rejecting the ideological extremes and leading with the best ideas from both parties to move Oregon forward. This is how I will lead to ensure the safety of our community and our schools. I am a lifelong gun owner and supporter of the Second Amendment. That will never change. What has changed is not where I stand, but where I sit. As governor, my job is to represent the majority of Oregonians and not just my personal views. I must practice what I preach in moving beyond partisan divides to find common ground for common good. As governor, I will support and enforce stronger background checks for gun purchases and raising the age to purchase certain firearms from 18 to 21. These are both practical ideas to keep guns away from people who could be a danger to themselves and others. But new gun laws alone are not enough. Oregon's mental health system is the worst in the nation. I think she called it SH, you know what that word is. She continues, I will lead to change that. We need more trained counselors in our schools and empower them to intervene when there are warning signs of trouble. I will support local school districts that want safer school buildings to prevent unauthorized access. And I would say, I would add, something Joe Biden refused to do in his speech yesterday and something his spokesperson says he's not willing to do. 
She continues, we need to support, not demoralize or defund our police. Amen, sister. Preach it. I will put an immediate end to Governor Brown's early release of dangerous criminals onto our streets. We're not going to get anywhere until we stop coddling criminals and we lock up the bad guys. I left the Republican Party because it moved too far to the right in restricting a woman's right to choose. I am strongly pro-choice. I left the Democrats because they moved too far left on issues like crime and jobs. Over the years, supporting both a woman's right to choose and a woman's right to bear arms, I've pissed off the extremes on both sides of the aisle. I can take the heat. But to change Oregon for the better, I need you with me. Both sides are attacking me because they fear the big change will be made in Salem. And no-nonsense independent governor, loyal only to the people, scares the entrenched interests of the far left and the far right. They should be afraid. Don't be a spectator this year. That's her email. Now, that was sent to me by one of her supporters, but who's a bigger Second Amendment supporter. But even more importantly, he supports something else that Betsy did not address. And I'll read to you his email when we come back. You don't want to go away, folks. You don't want to miss this day. It is Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? 503-589-1220. Back. Come on. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back, friends. Great to be with you. It is um, Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about in a moment. I'm going to read you the supporter of Betsy's who's having second thoughts now because of what she's done here, but not just because it's second amendment, but because a, well, he puts it well, a powerful principle that she is not articulating. Hmm. All of it. Folks, um, RighteousRenovationsAndRepair.com. That's Eric Azer's company. They do it right. They've got a new website. It's very well done. More importantly, it should show you Something important, and that is this is a company that is going to do everything you need for your home. They call it the one-stop shop for your home. They're a family-operated, full-service renovation and repair company. They believe in providing high-quality results and service. Their goal, and they have some fabulous pictures of what 
they have done for bathroom remodeling, kitchening, remodeling, tile work, window, door trim, door and window installation, but also decks and fences, fences. Attention to detail, and they have lots of great pictures you can scroll through, and they have very satisfied customer comments. It's really easy for you to check it out. RighteousRenovations.com. RighteousRenovations.com. Friends, your constitutional rights are in danger every day. And they are by the people who just won't decide that there is an important document, a very important document called the Constitution. This is what Dale wrote to Betsy. So Betsy, I'm a very conservative, lifelong Republican who decided to cast my support for you. As I view Christine Drazen as a Trojan horse type of utterly, despicably treacherous personality. And it hardly needs saying that Kotek is a shameless, naked communist despot in waiting. I just received an email letter from your campaign informing you that you intend now to side with the Democrats and help push for more gun control, which is unconstitutional. Please pay very careful attention to the phrase within the Second Amendment to the U.S. Constitution as it says, shall not be infringed, unquote. You stated that as governor, quote, my job is to represent the majority of Oregonians and not just my personal views, unquote. Ma'am, as governor, listen to this, folks. Ma'am, as governor, your primary job is to execute and honor the oath you take to defend the Constitution. Forget about views. I'm deeply troubled by that email you sent me. We'll be showing and discussing it with others, including former state representative and KSLM radio talk show host Jeff Krupp, as well as Lars Larson. You have just cast a very dark cloud over my potential vote for you. Very sincerely and with great concern, P.S., he writes, there is no age requirement contained within the Second Amendment. Either increase the minimum age for service in the military, of which modern combat constitutes absolute hell on earth, or get off the backs of the constitutionally law-abiding citizens. Save the retributions for the criminals who are presently running amok in this state and elsewhere. His point there is twofold. At 18 years of age, you can enter the military be trained as a soldier and be put into hell on earth, which is called combat. And those of you who've experienced it know exactly what I'm talking about. But yet you can't buy a gun at 21 now. What's with that? Maybe we should a we should raise the age to join the Oregon National Guard to the age of 21. If you can't buy a gun, I mean you can't drink, can't buy dope. Till you're 21. So if we're going to raise the age to buy a gun till 21. Maybe we ought to prohibit then military service in the Oregon National Guard, which is something a governor could do. 
right? But more importantly, he brings out a flaw in Betsy's letter. For she says she wants to represent the views of the people of Oregon. Well, that's not a bad thing. But as he points out, her job is to execute and honor the oath. The oath is taken not to represent the views of the people of Oregon in the middle or elsewhere. Is to honor, respect, and defend the Constitution. Is he right about that? I think he is. And I, too, am troubled. And not pleased. So let me ask you this. Does this change your thinking if you were disposed to vote for Beth? Or does it matter? Are there other things that she will do that are good? And will she still stand up and defend the Constitution and the Second Amendment and other issues? Like if they do want to ban assault or hand. Because that's come to you know, back at home. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 24 minutes till the top of the hour. We are going to go to the phones in a moment, so you guys hang on. It is Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. 503-589-1220 is that power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Shoot me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. And I will try to read it on the air. Freddie texts me a message, by the way, says Canada does not have a constitution. That's why they can shut off gun purchases. Ouch. We have a constitution. Does it matter? If you support Betsy, is her statement about raising the age to 21 a big deal to you? Oregon Firearms Federation doesn't come out hard against her, but they ask an important question. They write, of course, the knee-jerk politically correct response to the purchase age of, quote-unquote, certain firearms should be increased, does not address all the many criminals and mass murderers who are over 21 years of age. They write, if a 36-year-old criminal shoots up a hospital or a workplace, will the answer be to raise the purchase age to 37? Criminal acts, they write will always be exploited at election time. Each new restriction will fail and be a call for more restrictions. The real losers will always be the people who are legally denied the ability to protect themselves and others by the irrational dictates of those who work behind metal detectors and a phalanx of state police guarding them. Please tune in your local school boards and keep track of what they are planning for the children in their district. And this is because the headline of their piece is called School Boards Target 
children because they're, you know, Portland public schools, they took all the cops out of there. But they say they're spending millions to harden their schools. Really? Are they? Oh, did you know that Texas has the same ban on concealed carry in their schools that Oregon has now. The Portland Public Schools, listen to this, KGW reported that the director of risk management for Portland Public Schools, Joe Creeler, said he thought prohibiting responsible CHL, CHL holders from carrying on campuses would leave schools defenseless. He said he was especially worried about this since there are no school resource officers on PPS campuses. And they quote him. He says, without any perception of armed defense, what is stopping someone who is evil or out of their mind? Unquote. I expect that he'll be fired soon for having made those the obvious statement, right? Yeah. By the way, Kevin McCarthy said, if we want to disarm criminals in response to Joe Biden, the Democrats want to disarm. So McCarthy says Republicans want to disarm criminals. Democrats want to disarm law abiding citizens. Strong law gun enforcement, gun law enforcement, the laws we already have, means that Hunter Biden is in trouble. Huh? Guess what? Hunter Biden lied on his firearm transaction forms. Provable. He did. So guess who would get in trouble under Joe Biden's own policy? His son, Hunter Biden. Just saying, folks. Just saying. All right. Got to remind you, folks, also, that Freedom Heating and Air is this great company that'll keep you warm when it's hot, or excuse me, when it's cool, keep you cool when it's hot, and warm when it's cold. That's what they do best. So if you've got a problem, call them. Your HVAC system is not working, and you know it, believe me, because you wake up and it's cold in your house. Or it's the middle of the day and it's 90 degrees out and you're not cool. Give them a call. They'll come out and fix it right away. That's what they do best. It's one of the many things they do best. Freedomheatingandair.net. That's their website. Freedom Heating and Air, all one word, dot net. Call them 503-580-1456. 503-580-1456. All right. The calls are stacked up, so let's go to the phones. We'll start with Rich. Hey Rich, morning. good morning. Okay, are you there? I am here. Okay. Um I have to correct you one thing. I got in the service of seventeen. My first combat was 18. Oh, okay. So you could have actually been in combat at 17. Uh, no, not. Oh, I spent a year in training. Ah, okay. But, yes, you're, that's true. Uh, in Vietnam, we had one kid, I think, the national uh, age was 15. But he was huge. Wow. This happens <laughs> in every war. The other thing, too, is... Uh, a whole bunch of things here. One, uh, don't expect the Republican Party to do anything here. Uh, they were selected, not elected. And uh, 
look what they did to us when they took that money, how they got rid of Nierman. And um, <clears throat> cops should have the same gun and ammo as we do. They are civilians. Yeah, you know, that's right. And what's stunning to me, Rich, is that those cops in Uvalde didn't have bulletproof vests on. They didn't have ARs. Yeah. Well, supposedly the school resource officers, so I don't think they would normally carry them. At the same time, if you're going to bring that up, uh, then uh, the sad part is that most officers I know and uh, past experience, when they say it's a school... You go in. You don't wait. You don't go by the rules. You go in. Well, apparently that's what happened with these two cops who started to shoot out, and he was shooting at them, and then they pulled back, and everybody waited in the hallway for 40 minutes. I can't understand that, and I thought since the Parkland, Florida shooting— when that cowardly deputy refused to go in, I thought that training has changed, and I've read that it has. Why didn't these guys go in? Why didn't they? I mean, they could hear. They were standing outside in the hallway, Rich. They could hear this guy executing people. There's a fine, Jeff, there's a fine line between doing what you're supposed to do by the book and remembering your retirement than it is to go in and stop something as vicious as this. And each person has to make his decision. Yes, and do. unfortunately, most of these people are not making what my opinion is the right decision. Because I, I'd, I'd much I rather be tried afterwards for trying to save something than to sit there and watch it go down. The old saying is, I would rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. Yeah. I agree. Well, there again, you got to remember that the cops right now are, are in a real predicament. They don't follow the law. They do what the politicians tell them. And I think that gnaws on a lot of them because a lot of them don't want to do that, and they feel they're alone. The other thing, too, is... One thing that's never changed when I was an officer was if you lived, you shot too soon. If you died, you didn't shoot soon enough. Lots of stories about that, sadly. Thanks, Rich. I appreciate your perspective today. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. It is Freedom Friday. You can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about. I'm asking the question. Is what Betsy said, that she will be elected as governor to represent the views of people rather than defend the Constitution. Now, she didn't say she wasn't going to defend the Constitution because she will. But does that absence of that change your consideration of voting for her? I mean, you know, Christine Drazen's going to sell us down the river for money. She already has, especially when it comes to guns. What about Betsy? Let's go to Art. Let's ask Art that question. What do you think, Art? Jeff, politicians tell you what they want you to hear so you'll vote for them. And then 
you know, who in the heck knows what they're going to do. I mean, let's talk about what Biden did yesterday. I don't own a semi-automatic assault weapon. I own a semi-automatic hunting rifle. Okay? And, you know, there's a great difference. But they use this damn word assault weapon uh, and and it's ridiculous. You remember we had, we were having this discussion where the gentleman who was in a wheelchair had an AR-15 in his house and three guys broke down his door and he took him out. Okay, that wasn't an assault weapon that he used. It was a a weapon to defend himself against criminals. I, <laughs> well never, said. Well said. Because that's Jeff, the reality, it, Art. You just pointed it out, my friend. I appreciate it. Jerry, hang on. I'll get to you on the other side of the break. Great weekend, Hey, I really appreciate your perspective, Art. Thank you. God bless. Well said. Well said. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. You know, that article or that the story that Art reminded us about is a guy in a wheelchair defended his life because he had an AR-15. Took out three guys invading his home. Now, it's not the gun, folks. It's the right to use a weapon of your choice to defend your life. That's the issue. And every time a politician takes away your right to defend your life. They only embolden criminals. They only put a big target on your kids in a school where they prevent. Oh, and by the way, Julia Brim Edwards, Portland Public Schools board member said, well, we're considering bannings Uh, concealed carry firearms, concealed carry holders on campus because we had an incident where a gun in a purse went off. Guess what? The person that did happen, it wasn't a concealed carry holder. And yes, they were fined. And yes, they were charged with a felony. It wasn't a concealed carry holder, but they're going to punish you. 
You have a constitutional right. You have a human right to defend yourself. And in America, you have, you have a constitutional right to defend yourself with a firearm. That's the point. The type of firearm doesn't matter, does it? What matters is crazy people having access to your kids or your home or bad people. That's what matters in you being able to. Folks, it's going to rain tonight, actually today and tomorrow, a bunch. If your roof is leaking, you need to get it fixed. And right away, you need to call Pfeiffer Roofing. Second-generation, family-owned company. Been here in the Mid-Valley since 1978. They have grown because they take care of you. They can do a lot of things to preserve the value of your home. Check them out. 503-647-4725. Give them a call. They will come out and give you a free estimate. 503-647-4725. Visit their website, PfeifferRoofing.com. It's P-F-E-I-F-E-R. P-F-E-I-F-E-R. PfeifferRoofing.com. Let's go, Jerry. Jerry, thanks for hanging on. Appreciate it. Your thoughts today. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Go Beavs. Hey, you guys are all talking about the same thing. Uh, the only thing the Communist Party has to sell is fear itself. And I'm afraid that what we're seeing now is they're trying to shove the COVID crimes down the memory hole. Because if they were to investigate it and see what Robert Kennedy Jr. and our group saw, uh, we cured over 20 people of COVID with nobody going to the hospital. Uh, the frontline doctors were, were having great results with ivermectin and so forth. They're saying that 85% of the people that died didn't need to die. And they're also saying that with the vaccine, somewhere between 1% and 10% uh, died. We'll never, we're not finding out what that number is. And if you have 200,000 people injected, that's somewhere in the neighborhood of 2 to 20 million people. This is the biggest crime in history. But here's the point. They need to sell fear on every one of their agenda items, whether it's climate change, scaring you the world is going to end, uh, Trump, ultra MAGA, you need to fear them because they will whatever, kill you or whatever, uh, whether it be uh, white supremacists for the, their black people. All they have is one fear after another. Two weeks ago, it was abortion was going to enslave women. Now guns are killing young children a little bit older than abortion, and you should be afraid of that. They only have fear to manipulate you. That's right. And as long as we allow ourselves to be influenced by fear, we will lose our republic and we'll lose our liberty, won't we, Jerry? Why do you think they call it an assault weapon or a weapon of war? That scares people. 
fear is all they have because they know fear works. Now, Trump, on the other hand, he had hope. That is the exact opposite of what they're offering, but that's why they got to make you fear him and his his evil texts or whatever that uh, offends white uh, suburban housewives. Um, it, it, if they don't have something to make you afraid, they won't get your vote. And You're it right. works so and well in Oregon. Joe Biden. They've been using it for 40 years. Use, that's right. And they'll use anything, anything, Jerry, to advance exactly. the Marxist viewpoint of tyranny over liberty. Whether it's because only the government can, can protect you in, in their world. Kids in school, doesn't matter. They'll use whatever they can. And this is why, and that's your point is so right. And Jerry, thank you for making it. Got to let you go. Thank you. It is so right. Fear, folks. Don't let government, politicians, or bureaucrats make the case for fear and you not push back. And, of course, with social media, they don't allow us to push back sometimes. That's why there's new social media coming, and that's why you should get rid of the social media, as I am slowly doing, that censures you. By the way, there's a story in Gateway Pundit. Ohio's rhino governor, a Republican, is expected to sign a bill that arms teachers in schools. Avis sent me a great email says, Jeff, we stumbled on to another Secretary of State website. Friend, a friend is track your ballot history. Friend looked up her track your ballot history. She was shocked to find, shocked to find her ballot history to show she has not been voting regularly. I checked mine. It shows ballot accepted for all listed elections. So it's www.com. C-O for county dot Marion dot O-R dot U-S. And then you got a county elections pages. I will put just Marion County track your ballot. I will put the link up on the show plan today. Friends, our liberty. And Dale is so right to remind Betsy Johnson that you swear an oath to defend the Constitution, not the views because the views of the middle in Oregon may not be constitutional on a whole host of things. Good for you, Dave. Friends, it's Friday. That means you got a weekend coming. Enjoy it. Keep your antennae alert for every person and every story that produces fear and tries to take your feet. See you Monday.